Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This episode is brought to you by my course, Rest Assured. If you've been struggling with falling asleep, or staying asleep, or just not waking up feeling well-rested, you've come to the right place. Cognitive Behavioral Therapy for Insomnia, or CBTI, is the gold standard intervention in the management of insomnia. Rest Assured is a digital course that walks you through CBTI, step-by-step, with everything you need to succeed. Each of the six weekly modules guides you through some important background information for the different techniques, explores the evidence-based techniques in detail, provides multiple examples of exercises so you can find the one that works for you, and reviews the work you've completed since the last module. And rest assured, it's just not another DIY left to your own devices, but rather, you get direct access to me, a board-certified sleep physician in twice-monthly office hours, where you can ask me face-to-face any questions you may have about the course material. So check out www.wellrestedmd.com slash RA to learn more. That's wellrestedmd.com slash RA. Or just head to the homepage and click on courses to learn more. Enjoy the episode. Hey there, friends and neighbors. You're listening to the Well-Rested Podcast, episode number 10, Soothe the Racing Mind. I'm your host, Dr. Joshua Lennon. What if you never had to put up with an unwanted thought or feeling ever again? Wouldn't that be a lifesaver? Today, I'll show you how this is not as far-fetched as it may seem. Mind racing. Racing thoughts. Unwanted thoughts. Automatic thoughts. Unpleasant imaginings. Your brain is busy. In fact, it seems to be trying to stay busy against your will. Often by filling the airwaves with nonsense, with fluff with horrible things, with the banal, with what-ifs, and basically anything that it can grasp, all seemingly without your permission. How are you supposed to deal with that? I mean, it is you. It's your mind and no one else's. But how are you supposed to rein that in? What a daunting and overwhelming task. How can you take back control of your own mind? The answer, my friend, is rather simple. Practicing intention, attention, and doing so with love. Hogwash. Baloney, you may say. What a load of magical hippie flower power new age nonsense. And yet, this is true. The common theme here is simplicity. The tasks, the notions, the best practices for sleep, all simple, but not necessarily easy, and can be rather difficult to accomplish. And nothing is quite as difficult as changing your mind, no matter how simple the process may be. So how do you soothe the racing mind? Start with love. Yes, that love. Begin with compassion, with an open mind and an open heart. You did not want this. You didn't ask for, beg for, or plead for a racing mind seemingly out of control. You just find yourself here, in this situation, here and now. The ultimate outcome of billions of years of life struggling to survive Inheriting traits that may have once served a purpose long ago, or just have been hanging along for the ride. This nature, combined with your nurturing, how you were raised, what you learned from your parents, teachers, peers, society, media, culture, all how to think, what to think, what to do, reinforced and practiced over the years of your lifetime. You had no choice in being bestowed this monkey mind. No choice in selecting your genes. No choice in selecting your parents or how you were raised. So you find yourself here, like the rest of us, enveloped in the common human experience of a mind with a mind of its own. You are not alone. Billions experience the same thing every day. Understanding that, 
approach this with some compassion for yourself, with a little bit of love for yourself for having this all happen to you. Willingly accept that this is happening to you. No need to fight or resist it. With love and understanding, be open to it. Just let it be. With curiosity, just notice what your mind is doing. Shine a light and just monitor what your thoughts are doing. Just notice. Observe. Be curious. What do you learn about your thoughts? Like Schrodinger's cat, does the act of observing change your thoughts? Is it weird to think about thinking? Keep this intention to allow whatever happens to happen. Intend to just let it be. Try not to judge yourself for your thoughts. Try not to scold yourself or feel ashamed or boastful. Just intend to let them be. If, while intending to just observe your stream of bubbling thoughts with curiosity, at some point you get pulled in by the quixotic stream of consciousness, do not worry. This is normal. Just hold the intention to let it be. Remember that your brain was forged gene by gene to help your ancestors eons ago, not designed to make it easy to thrive in the 21st century. It is normal for the mind to think, to drift off and tackle some other new thought and then another. If you find yourself pulled along with a particular thought, do not be concerned. This is normal. Just try to keep the intention to let it be. Allow the thoughts to come, stay for a while, and move along, making room for the next. Just notice them. Now try to focus your attention on your body. Right here, right now. What sensations do you notice? Are there any strong or subtle feelings in your feet? Or your hands? What about in your belly? Or your shoulders? Can you feel your heart beating? Do you feel your pulse elsewhere besides in your chest? Like in your neck, your abdomen, or fingertips? Can you feel the sensation of your breath? What can you sense about your breath most noticeably? Perhaps it's at the nostrils with cool air streaming in? Perhaps it's the subtle movement of your shoulders when you inhale. Perhaps it's at your belly, gently swaying in and out with each breath. Pay attention to your breath. Really explore it, not trying to modify it or breathe a certain way, certain speed or depth, just observing. Your breath will be here as long as you are alive. It can be here as an anchor. Whenever you find yourself wandering away, distracted by a thought or emotion, planning, ruminating, try not to worry. No need to judge. This is normal. Simply bring your attention back to the breath. In fact, every time your mind does start to wander off again, as it is wont to do, this provides you an opportunity to practice focusing your attention back to the simple, ever-present breath. The more practice you get, the better your skill can develop. The more you notice your mind wandering, the more you get to practice the skill of focusing your attention. The more you practice the intention of acceptance, 
the more you practice the skill of attention, the easier it becomes, the more automatic it becomes. And the less automatic mind racing becomes as a result of cultivating your loving intention for attention. In case you could not tell, this is one way to cultivate mindfulness. Dan Harris calls mindfulness seeing what's going on in your mind at any moment without getting carried away by it. Meditation takes many forms in many cultures, but comes down to the simple idea of intentional focus. You can meditate on a thought, an idea, a color, a person, a value, a virtue, an act, anything at all. The most common object of meditation is your embodiment, most frequently the breath. What this does is provides you the opportunity for intentional practice to cultivate attention. What has been happening to you with mind racing is no accident. This all relates back to the idea of neuroplasticity, this simple idea that brain cells that fire together wire together, strengthening the physical connections between them, making it easier for them to repeat that interaction. When your mind races, it becomes easier next time for the mind to race again. Distraction, inattention, daydreaming, being aloof, all from practice, rehearsal, repetition, and learning. You are built with a predilection for mind racing. But that same process can also be used to alleviate yourself of that very same mind racing. The cure for racing mind is now. Meaning that mind racing is the experience of uncontrolled negotiation with the past. And when you argue with the past, you never win. And with the future, which is yet to be, therefore you can also not argue with it. Present-mindedness is pulling the thinking mind back to reality, intentionally bringing attention to what is. You are a human being, not a human was or a human might be, and it is being that provides us the relief and the excuse from the mind racing. As we, like many of you, struggle through the current virulent economic and social phenomena of 2020, my wife and I often repeat to each other, it's hard to be human. And as we watch our two young girls grow, and stumble, get up, fall again, with all the challenges of infancy and childhood, we repeat, it's hard learning to be human. And yet, in many ways, children are much better, much more successful in the human being game. In fact, I doubt my baby ever even engages in the human was or human might be game. I was giving her a bath the other night and was just once again struck by how much she is. How much she is ever-present, engaged, present-minded. Shower thoughts is a common meme for random musings because it is a common adult experience to just have your mind elsewhere, anywhere else. During the act of self-cleansing, except in the shower. just bathing on autopilot with your head in the clouds. With this baby, my little one is almost a year old at the time of recording, she is fully engaged in the experience. Feeling the water, the texture, the smoothness, its inability to be pinched or squeezed, its temperature, its lack of color, yet visibility. And don't get me started on the faucet. The faucet! 
What a remarkable experience. The sounds, the splashing, the heat. It looks solid despite constantly shifting. Can I grab it? Feel something, but I can't hold on. What about my left hand? No? The sheer joy of being, of openness to experience, of being in the moment, of attending to bodily sensation, attending to ambient stimuli. She's not struck with thinking about how heavy that wet diaper was. She's not what ifing about which pajama she's going to wear. She's not wondering why we read Big Red Barn one night and Night Night Forest Friends the next. She is a human being. And it is we adults who have forgotten, have made it hard, have created barriers to being human, having practiced over and over again human wasing and human might being. Mindfulness is the capacity to be with your experience, without judgment and with kindness, with a loving curiosity. Mindfulness builds tolerance, acceptance of difficult thought, difficult emotions, is the foundation for an appropriate response, rather than an inappropriate reaction or perpetuating the difficulty itself by repeatedly refueling it. Mindfulness comes naturally to all of us, at one point. But as we grow and get better at thinking, and better at bending time with our thinking, confusing thinking about the past and future with productive effort, we as adults have wuzzed and will bead our way out of our natural present-mindedness we all had in childhood. But we have powerful minds. And using them intentionally to practice some attention with openness, loving kindness, we too can learn once again about human being. The next time you take a shower, pause. Before you run on autopilot, take a moment. Imagine what it would be like if this was your first shower. What kind of amazing experience would that be? Sights, smells, touch, temperature, sounds. Imagine what it would be like if you knew this was your final shower ever. How would you savor it? Would you let your shower thoughts revolve around the paradox of what might happen if Pinocchio said, my nose will grow? Or would you be present? Would you enjoy every moment? Feel every feeling, sense every sensation, splash every splash opportunity. The next time you're on your feet, pause. Before you get where you're going, be where you are. Mindful walking just means paying attention to walking. What sensations do you notice in your heels? Do you feel your toes rubbing against each other? What sounds are made when you plant your feet? Do your pant legs swish against each other? What do you see? What do you hear? Smell? The next time you're about to eat, pause. Before you gain that sustenance, try mindful eating. What does your meal look like? Shiny? Slimy? Dry? Oozy? What does it smell like? Burnt? Cinnamon? Fruity? How does it feel on your fork? Heavier than you expected? Lighter? What do your lips tell you about that first bite? What is the mouth feel? Does the food just dissolve into flavor? 
What is it like to chew? Difficult? No chewing required? When you swallow, do you get that one last taste as it passes by the back of your tongue? Mind racing is generally not a prime ingredient for a great night of sleep. It is, in fact, one of the most common reasons why people may have difficulty falling asleep initially, or falling back asleep if they woke in the middle of the night. Mind racing is generally an obstacle to feeling well-rested, not to mention to general well-being. Now is the cure, the elixir for the racing mind. It is simple. Pause. Notice what is happening with curiosity. Think and know that you are thinking. Sit and know that you are sitting. Eat and know that you are eating. Observe. Welcome and accept reality for what it is. All the glory, all the horror. Acceptance does not mean you have to love it. Acceptance does not mean you even have to like it. It just means that you recognize that there is no utility in inviting the delusion that the present moment is anything other than what it is. Recognition and acceptance of the present moment is not to say that you cannot plan for a better tomorrow. Acceptance does not mean that we view our imperfect history with rose-colored glasses. It just means we do not need to argue with reality. It means we do not need to ruminate about the past. It means we do not need to spin every what-if story into an anxiety-knit sweater of a future. Now is here. Then is gone and unchangeable. Will be does not yet exist. Practicing intention. Rehearsing attention. Training love. The more it is done, the easier it is to continue to do. And the more of the space of your mind, currently filled with negative, automatic thoughts and mind racing, the more that space will be filled with peace, with tranquility, with focused attention, with love, which is so much more compatible with living the good life, with the feeling of being well-rested than the noise, chatter, and chilling discontrol of mind racing. So be sure to hit subscribe in your favorite podcast player to get all the latest episodes. Leave us a review, a comment, a question, something you want to hear more about. And be sure to head on over to wellrestedmd.com for more information. Thanks for listening.